Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. So how does this sound? Hundreds of thousands of motivated seller leads. Uh, a little overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> how about hundreds of motivated seller leads? Still overwhelming. Yeah. You know who the smartest people out there, some of them are? Investors. They know how to uncover motivated sellers. And they've developed three different apps and software programs that target and, and uncover motivated sellers. Oh, okay. Would you like to know about them? Sure. That was our parade of techniques oh, this week. Oh, okay. And an old one is called Deal Machine. Uh, one that is a little bit different from that is called Freedom Soft. But the one that we heard about this week is called Deal Driven. It's an app. It's not in the App Store and Apple because it's not a Macintosh product. It's a Google product. And it's just under 50 bucks a month and it's got all kinds of really cool features that help you find motivated sellers and if an app can do that for 50 bucks a month it might be worth checking out they've got youtube tutorial videos and introductory videos it's called deal driven check it out love it all right that was your parade of techniques, and yeah. you have an Ask the Experts for us today, and that's great because that's how we'll finish the, the uh, podcast today, Michael. But I am going to break the rules. Again? Again! <laughs> um, I'm such a rebel. So I'm going to do a parade of techniques that's wrapped in an Ask the Experts that's a parade of techniques that's wrapped in an SDX. A conundrum wrapped in a puzzle base. Okay. And surrounded by an enigma. Yes. That's right. All right. So last week I heard from a student who said, I'm overwhelmed. We have one of those every regularly, right? Me too. And this week I heard from a student that said, I've got I'm handling it, but there's a lot going on and I need help getting in control. And so this is a theme right? So last week when this student said, I'm overwhelmed, then here was the first piece of advice he got. Okay. It's a hundred percent your fault. Wow. I love that. That's very direct. We have some people that are very direct <laughs> and isn't it? I mean, it really is. If we are feeling overwhelmed, it is on us to change that feeling. So uh, one of the pieces of advice that was received last week is stop responding so quickly to problems. Sometimes problems go away if you allow them to. And when you have an 
a permeable barrier all the time and instantly solve everything yourself, you know, that can contribute. Another piece of advice last week was protect your time. You've heard me say before, surround your family time with barbed wire. Keep everybody away from it. This is, you have to protect it. And maybe it's not protecting a whole day or a whole afternoon or a whole morning. It's just an hour or it's 30 minutes that you protect. Um, so this week I heard the same ask the experts question again, right? Like, how do I handle this? How do I do everything myself? I'm in a big city. I've got buyers that are far flung and how am I going to do all this? And it's up to me because I've got a partner that does not help with the household things. So we talked about setting an LFT and it's okay to ask for help. And what are you, what's, where's your biggest time loss and how can you delegate that? And then I heard uh, someone later saying, I'm hiring a new young agent to show properties for me and I'm paying a flat fee for door opening. I can still write the offer. I can still do everything via dot loop. I can still do the CTO, but it's the opening of doors in distant locations that I'm getting rid of. And that's a new agent that's willing to work for 50 bucks a door because they're making more money doing that than anything else. And would appreciate a part-time income. Right. And then someone reminded us that Gino during Master Sales Academy said, you, you can't earn a six-figure income doing $25 an hour work. So get rid of it. And so we talked about how that was reinforced. Look at my notes are just all over the whole R-squared coaching two days. This is what we talked about. Delegate showings to a buyer's agent. Change your self-talk. I heard someone say, I know the crash is coming. You know, I'm, I'm working myself to death. Now, I don't know if that sends a red flag into your heart and mind, but it mm -hmm. sure did in mine. You stop saying that. You just said that out loud. I know that five times as many times you've been saying it to yourself. And guess what that is? That's self-fulfilling prophecy. That's right. That's a death sentence. So cut it out. Change the way you're talking. Create awareness. Work with intention. And here's what I heard one week after all of that from the first person who said, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. All right. This week, I really tried to be done by 630. I purposefully scheduled nothing for this weekend, and I'm going to focus on my family. In fact, we're having a family meeting this weekend. Don't you love it? Absolutely. I feel like I'm doing God's work. I feel like we, as a collective entity in R squared, are doing really spiritual, important work. So that's why I broke the rules. And lovingly. <clears throat> you know, what you said reminded me of that book that we both read. And the question was, how do I do all this? And it's the wrong question. It is. There's other questions. It's not how. Sometimes it's, it's who? who. Sometimes it's why. Why am I doing this? Sometimes it's what could I do instead of this? Sometimes it's how much is enough. Yeah. You know, we, we are on this course, this breakneck speed course, 
And what are we sacrificing on the way? How much is enough? Well, strangely enough, my Ask the Experts question is kind of related to Oh, I can't wait to find out what it is. Well, I had someone who was listening to a recent interview I did with an agent who got 20 listings in April. You might remember that one. Yeah. And his observation was, you know what I heard was a hunger, a competitiveness, a fire, an obsession, a drive that I've got to win every single time I go out there. And I don't have that. I don't have a hunger like that. Now, if you do, you're one of the lucky ones, I think, because it's kind of maybe 5% of the 5% that have that, that inner drive and motivation that doesn't require them to have outside accountability or uh, anything other than their own work habits, ethics, and drive to do everything they want to do. But they're, I think they're the exception and not the rule. And that's what my guy brought up. And he said, "What? how do I compensate for not having that hyper-success wiring? Because I fall into complacency all the time. You know, there's a banquet going on out there. And sometimes you sit down at the banquet, you have an hors d'oeuvre and get up and leave the table. And it kind of, you can feel guilty about leaving all that food behind sometimes. So how do I compensate for that complacency I have? Develop fear of loss? Think about what I'm missing out on, that FOMO, fear of missing out? Put yourself behind the eight ball? This is all the kinds of advice. Um, but then the advice started getting a little better. And someone said, you know, you're the product of who you surround yourself with. So look around at the people you hang around that you hang out with. Oh. Are they competitive? Do they have that fire? Or are they complacent like you? Because the, the three things that influence us most are the people we hang out with, the things we listen to, and the things we read. So change your environment, and that's going to help. you got to love what you do. If you don't love what you do, if you don't appreciate and have gratitude for the freedom that what we do gives us, that can have a tendency to dampen those fires within you. But when you feel appreciation and gratitude and you see this incredible opportunity that being a, an entrepreneur, an independent contractor in the last fully operating free enterprise system in the world, that's a rare opportunity. We're really privileged. Oh, that's a really neat little diamond that you just exposed there. Mm. G-I-T-O. Remember that? Yep. Get into the office. Stop sitting at home sucking your thumb. That was another one. <laughs> I love that. Work on sharpening your axe. You know, sharpen your selling skills. Sometimes if you don't have that inner drive, you got to create accountability. That's what R squared is about. It's not gun to the head accountability. It's just enough. When you've got to report every week. Yeah. When you've got to focus on your numbers every week. When you've got to come to a group every week and offer something. Yeah. I mean, you can take as much time off as you want, too. You just have to tell the group in advance, right? But the when you are working to work with intention, 
Ooh, there's a common thread. Raise your thermostat. Go back to the five whys. Because you're not working intentionally with toward your purpose. Set yourself a BHAG. You know, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Think out instead of this year, this six months, this week. Think out decades. Think out career. Take that long, that highest road with the longest view. Uh And then examine your assumptions about money and about success, because they were probably probably, Hmm. uh, formed by the environment you grew up in. Yeah. You know, this level is what I consider to be my minimum standard of living. Uh-huh. And it's probably a little bit better than what your parents provided for you. Right. And then the advice finished with this. Sometimes what you need to do is set a goal that's greater than yourself. Set a goal because people have a tendency to produce to meet their needs. Right. If your needs are all selfish, all just for me or just for my family. You're not not building hospital wings then. Yeah. You know, one of the people on the team is the local chairman for Easter Seals. That's a nice, big, outside of yourself, selfless goal. Yep. Another one's building a team and helping other agents survive this market and thrive and build their own business. Mm. Sometimes when you when you let yourself get outside of that in that that what am I trying to say? Yeah. Egocentric? Maybe. It's it's a limited worldview. It's kind of microscopic. It's blinders on. Well, look at the bigger world out there and serve others. And when you do that, that creates fire in the belly. That creates drive. That creates a, a willingness to compete and win. Wow. I I wonder if complacency is really the right word. I mean, if you all, I would sit and do goals. I guess I'm listening to all this thinking, well, why do you feel like you have to develop that? Why not? If you're earning enough and you're putting away, I mean, it comes down to how much, what's enough? How much is enough? And if I've got a plan and I'm going to put my kids through college and I'm going to be secure and I know that I'm making hay while the sun is shining, do I really have to develop that extra fire to do more, be more? I, I don't know. I think there's room for all kinds of levels of success. There is. But if you're dissatisfied with yeah, what, what is you're that doing, about? is he dissatisfied? There's a that's that's a, a hunch, an intuition. Oh, that's something you need to pay attention to. Okay, well, thank you for explaining that because all the while I was listening, I was kind of feeling like, well, but when is enough enough? And what he's saying is, I've got enough, but it, I'm comparing myself to others and. I don't, I don't know. This is really intriguing. If you're, if you're content to wander in the desert, okay. But if you want to leave your footprints in the sands of time. Wear work shoes. That's, that's right. what Floyd says. See, I told you these two questions were related. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. We love you.